welcome back to the But How podcast. I know it's been a minute since I've uploaded and I'm going to be sparing you the details in this episode because we have a really long episode ahead of us. But before I give you guys a little brief of what the podcast episode is about, I'm going to give you a quick introduction about me and what the But How podcast is about just in case any of y'all are new here. So for those of you who are new here, my name is Aaliyah and I am the host of the But How podcast. Um, I created this podcast back in December and kind of just did it because I felt like I had a lot to say and I was growing at a really fast rate and a lot of changes were happening to me like daily, weekly, monthly, and I personally just wanted to document my own personal growth because I will have something to look back on and if I have children in the future, which not in the cards for me as of right now, but if I ever had kids in the future, they could look back at this content. I've been like, quote unquote, adulting now for the past few years. And as soon as you get out of college and life hits you all at once, it's like fucking nuts. And sometimes it sucks and it's hard to handle. But because I've already gone through all of that, like living on my own, living in a different state, um, I lived in Utah for a while. And now I recently just moved to Houston. So if you have missed that episode about me talking about my experience moving across the country, please be sure to go back and listen to that as well as any other episodes that you want to get a feel for about like what this podcast is about. I think I've changed so much since I have started this podcast like even hearing the difference in the way that I speak to my microphone and to you guys is like crazy I've just become so much more comfortable with this space that I've created and I want this to be a judgment-free zone so something that I always say before I begin every episode is that I ask every single one of you to go into this episode with an open mind, especially because in this episode, we are going to be talking about cannabis, like one of my favorite fucking topics in the whole world. I love weed. I'm a weed enthusiast. Cannabis is kind of like the answer to most of my problems honestly like I have been able to really heal myself through smoking and really get into my own thoughts and into my own mind and that's something that's really scary for a lot of people but if you are somebody who wants to evolve as a person you have to be able to sit with your own thoughts because if they scare you and if you can't acknowledge them and you're not really sure what you're feeling then how can you expect anybody else to Like, you have to be able to understand your mind and your body and your soul and make the connection that you only get one life. Like, wake up every morning and just tell yourself that you're going to live every single day to the fullest. And I did not have that mentality before smoking. I had a very closed mind. I was super angry all the time. And I started smoking and just chilled the fuck out, honestly. So if you can see by the artwork on the podcast, it's me smoking a joint. And the artwork was created by my other hippie stoner friend, Becca. Um, Her Instagram is always linked in the description. And for those of you who follow me on Instagram, you probably see that I have like a half sleeve on my left arm. Becca also created that for me. 
So really anything that you need artwork done for, my girl Becca is there for you. She's got you and she can feel energy better than like anybody I know and is able to just like really fully captivate your aura in whatever she's making for you. Like this girl is my girl. I love her to death. Shout out Becca. I know you're listening to this. I always got to give you a shout out whenever I get the chance to. So be sure to follow her over on Instagram. And if you would like to connect with me, my Instagram is always linked in the show notes as well. It is Aaliyah May underscore underscore. So in this week's episode, I am joined by Josh and Garrett over on the Smoking With podcast. I did record an episode, actually two episodes for their podcast, which I will have linked in the show notes as well for you guys to go listen to. And if you want to follow Josh and Garrett and the Smoking With podcast, you can find Smoking With anywhere where podcasts are available. Josh and Garrett are really cool, and I'm very excited for y'all to listen to this episode. We talk about a number of things surrounding cannabis and the cannabis industry. We talk about Delta 8 and the science behind it, as well as CBD. And we also talk a little bit about space. So a lot of my favorite topics are covered in this podcast episode. This intro is getting a bit lengthy for my liking, so I'm just going to shut up. And let's get right into the episode with Josh and Garrett on the Smoking With podcast. Okay. Ready as you'll ever be. Okay. Hello, everybody. We are here with the Smoking With podcast. Um, if you guys missed it, I think it was like two months ago now. I was on their podcast. There's two parts of it. We talked about smoking, obviously. Like you guys know that that's like my best personality trait at this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and astrology. And um, I'm here with both of them. We're all in different states right now. So, Josh, go ahead and start what with up? an introduction of yourself. Where are you at right now? Like, why are you in Oklahoma? <laughs> uh, well, hi, I'm Josh. I'm, I do a bunch of traveling for my job because I'm the expansion coordinator. So in the cannabis industry, I will open up new shops. And right now we are heavily focused on the Oklahoma market. So I'm actually out here a lot. Um, but I do live in Washington, usually there with Garrett and we have the studios in my garage. So usually we like to record together and smoke together, but we want to keep the show going. So um, I brought all my stuff with me. Um, I am very pa passionate about cannabis and the cannabis industry. I like helping people and I kind of have a beef with pharmaceuticals in my own like personal life, right? So like getting into the weed industry and being on this side of the fight makes me feel good. Um, also, yeah. like weed is super chill, right? Like it helps me relax. It helps me unwind and calm down. Um, I do smoke a little bit every day, but I'm not high all the time. I think that's a big misconception with people in the cannabis industry is that we're just like always blitzed. And it's like, you know, like sometimes we're not you know Josh is like speak for or Garrett's like speak for yourself yeah honestly. Garrett gets to be on the farm and like sample as he's like fucking growing and shit kind of yeah shows. I was gonna say speak for yourself man like uh, I, 
I'm the type of person who 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 can and would be high all day uh, because I can. I mean, my job allows it. Like you said, I'm not as. Oh, hi. Welcome. I'm Garrett. Um, yes, Garrett, give an introduction <laughs> first and then we can go ham on this topic because I'm passionate about being high all the time as well, as much as I can anyways. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know if I could top Josh being an expansion coordinator. That sounds like such an official title. Maybe so, I could top it. Master <laughs> grower. I hate yes. that. Isn't so that much. your IG handle? No, like, I'm, no, I'm a no. That's birdseed botanist. That's me. Birdseed botanist. Okay, I know you guys have like badass names on Instagram. Do you guys want to <laughs> plug them real quick so that everybody can follow you? Uh, sure. We'll start with smoking with pod. So like really like smoking with podcast.com, smokingwith.com, and then all of our social links are are there, so you can click on stuff and our Patreon and all that. So hell yeah, go check us out. Right on. Yeah, that's the main one. I don't really care about my other Instagram. That's just there for like my like personal log, essentially. So that way I can keep track of all my plants and stuff. But that's the birdseed botanist. But definitely go to smoking with pod. That's the main, yes. the main, main, the main, main. Maybe they'll follow you back. Like if they get the stoner vibes or back. not. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. 100%. They'll follow you back. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Okay. <laughs> go ahead, Garrett. Give us an introduction about your job and just everything that you feel about cannabis right off the bat yeah yeah uh so i am uh i work for this company they go by like the the big corporation name spark industries but uh our like brand name is going to be field day and plaid jacket we have a couple different brand layers um but i'm just like the i wouldn't say the head gardener but i'm like the person right under the person in charge of everything um as far as the garden goes and he's, um, he's the head gardener yeah he's the, guy. the other guy's an engineer like he's like doing the sciencey stuff yeah so. but he's he's in he's in charge of everything that we do and basically has the say but i do control of a lot of the things we do in the garden so it's like kind of like we co-exist as like leads in our own right um but yeah uh man it's been a journey as far as being in the cannabis industry uh like starting out as a bud tender and or actually just starting out smoking weed first and foremost mm -hmm. And then going to a bud tender and then working my way up into management there. And then shit, going to picking up samples uh, to bring to a lab that was boring as fuck. Uh, and then I through that, I basically used that as like a a way to introduce myself to farms, basically. So that way I can get the in and I can go to a farm, talk to them real quick. And that's kind of how I landed this job as I basically bugged a farm long enough to to which they hired me. So yeah, now I do so that. And, uh, you knew you wanted to do that and you were just like networking to get your way there. Pretty much. Yeah. I knew that this job, like it was basically, I'm going to be in a car traveling from farm to farm for like eight to 10 hours a day. And I was like, you know what? I, I know this job is going to suck. Um, but I will be able, cause like farms don't list their address. Like that's like the, one of the dumbest things you could do as a farm is just like list your address to the public. Cause yeah, you don't want everyone knowing where all your weed has grown. You know what I mean? So right. like, I never thought about that. Yeah. So this is like my way to like get to the farm's front door. Uh, yeah. Without sleuthing, I guess. Yeah. I talk about like chasing your dreams and like networking and meeting people all the time on my podcast. And like, that is just a prime example right there that like, if you want something, you just you got to sometimes take a step back and do some shit that you don't want to do in the meantime. Mm -hmm. But like 
now you love your job. You get to smoke weed every day. Like every single one of my stoner friends and listeners listening to this, which I hope all of you are, um, they're like jealous right now because Loki, I was too when I first heard about your job title. Like that is just so badass. So good for you. Good yeah, for both I, of you guys. Yeah, honestly, job, yeah. sorry I didn't mean like it was a Garrett <laughs> moment. But no, Josh, I'm proud of you too. <laughs> no, Garrett, Garrett's got the cake for sure. Being a head of gardener is a lot cooler than like doing construction things. I would say <laughs> it's uh, like a thousand <laughs> times more relaxing than Josh's position. Um, yeah, for sure. Josh is everywhere. It's hard to wrangle him <laughs> in sometimes, but uh yeah i feel like i gotta kick it and uh but josh gets to travel so i mean there's perks and and, and caveats to to both yeah yeah absolutely and josh how long have you been in oklahoma Um, well i like leave and come back hella frequently so i've been here for like a couple weeks now um i'll be here for another like three weeks um and then i'll go back home for a bit I usually will spend like a month or three weeks out here at a time and then go try to spend like three weeks or a month back home at least, you know, like just try to keep that balance. Um, But I think the longest I've ever had to do a business trip is when I went to New Jersey. That was like a three or four month trip. Um, I was out there for a while, but that was cool because like the East Coast is so compartmentalized, right? So like you like New Jersey's 30 minutes away from New York City and it's like Mm -hmm. an hour away from Philly and like two and a half hours away from going to Pittsburgh like everything is so close like you can go check out all these cities in like a day trip right so we spent a lot of time in uh New York City um I went and kicked it saw the sights you know did the thing and then my aunt lives like outside of Philly so I went down there hung out with her she took me around the city like had a real Philly cheesesteak and that was a cool work trip right like that was one where I was like oh this is dope Oklahoma is like I mean Oklahoma City's cool Bricktown is cool um but outside of that like <laughs> you know there's not a whole lot out here um it's kind of like flat and um you know, the food's good, but there's not a whole lot to do. I mean, I was actually just staying in Oklahoma when I was driving down here. I stayed in Oklahoma City at an Airbnb and it was like people my age, a little bit older that were staying there with me. And like we all smoked together. There was a cookies dispensary down the street. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I have yeah, my yeah. medical card if you guys want any. I was like, no, like, honestly, I'm not trying to spend that much money when I like have my own weed with me. And then one of the guys, like we smoked in my car and he left a bag of weed in my car for me as like a going away gift. I was like, I love Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) So great here. So that part of Oklahoma that you went to, I know where the cookies uh, place is at. Like that's a cool part of Oklahoma City, right? And around Oklahoma City, there's some popping places and things to do. It's a huge city and it's fun. But yeah, like, yeah, everything outside of Oklahoma City is either a college town or it's like a little town, right? Like it's out in the middle of nowhere. There's only one other big city in all of Oklahoma and that's like Tulsa. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wait, I'm pretty sure I went there. Is that where Turner Falls is at? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like I stopped at that, that waterfall. Yeah. 
cool it was so beautiful you should definitely check it out if you get time to do that yeah i will for sure that sounds dope i actually listened to that episode of your podcast where you like travel so yeah that was like oh yeah i I remember real ass friends over here (laughs) they said i was homing for life in their their podcast episode so this is me saying you guys are now homing for life you're in the bud how fam hell yeah hell yeah Aaliyah, where are you at right now you're not in oklahoma no, I'm in Texas. Oh, oh, oh you finally uh, moved on to Texas. Yeah, right? I did. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, Houston, right? Houston. Yep. Yes. Nice. How's that? Oh, it's been really crazy. And honestly, I had a feeling you guys were going to ask this, but unfortunately, can't give any details because that's a full podcast episode. Like some crazy shit has happened to me, like ups and downs. But right now I'm doing good. I just actually am moving into a new place. Um, on the first of the month with like the most amazing roommates and people yeah so that's like the high right now but just previously I was having like five mental breakdowns a day I swear to god but it was just like it was good like I'm never like oh my life sucks it's like I'm learning and I'm growing but you still have to like have those emotions and stuff and it's a lot of change to take on at a time (laughs) oh yeah dude like a whole different climate and everything yeah. the environment oh, yeah. and everything uh josh uh got a quick question uh are the sunsets down there in oklahoma really crazy right now because i saw oh, some they're, tiktoks they're beautiful uh, dude like that's yes, the only I saw thing the that oklahoma <laughs> Oma has out here is the sky right like because there's nothing else you can't see into there's no hills there's no mountains there's no trees like it's just land for as far as the eye can see you can sit if you're 70 miles outside of oklahoma city you can see the city you can look in the horizon and you can see where the city's at like it would be like being in tacoma and seeing seattle right like craziness right so uh, the sky though because that's all you get is horizon when it hits that sunrise or sunset like boom like there's a full color fade like oh man it's it's dope you need to pop off on Instagram with those pictures because yeah. I'm trying to see that. I thought it was <laughs> yeah. fake, honestly. No, it's real life. That's that's real. Like those yeah, they're looking like Stranger Things and shit yeah, out there. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> okay, cool. It looks like somebody drew this with pastel crayons. And shit. Yeah. <laughs> it honestly looked like the end of the world in like right, a, yeah. in a picture I saw. I was kind It'll of mind fucked. Hella orange for a second. Like you got to catch those moments, right? Because when the sun's doing that, it's like. It's quick like that for like five minutes right like Mm -hmm. it's quickly changing but you know there is definitely some good opportunities for some pictures and it is like hella beautiful yeah hell yeah um i talked with garrett before the episode about kind of what i wanted to talk about in today i don't you don't have any like yeah Yeah. (laughs) but i think you'll be able to handle it well because i want to talk about delta eight because I was just back home. So I moved down here like two months ago now. And then, uh, sorry, I had a brain fart. That's going to happen a lot. Like yeah. I just smoke a lot, you know, it happens <laughs> but, um, all the time. Yeah. Same. So, and then I went back to Minnesota and just talking with people from back home about like how they view, uh, smoking and whatnot. And a lot of those people who were very closed off to it before now have more of an open mind about it because of Delta eight because like it's more accepted because it's legal there and like you know just it takes one mom to just be like oh yeah I took this and now like I'm feeling like so much better it cleared my skin it did all this it 
disappeared my like depression, yeah. you know, and then all the moms are doing it because it's okay that Susan's doing it. Now Kathy yep. can do it and Becky can do it and everybody. Those are all mom names too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dude, so, that's uh, exactly how like CBD was. Like once you got the grandmas using CBD and talking about CBD, literally everybody knows about CBD. Yeah, it's in, everywhere. In there. And then old yeah. ladies are the funnest to sell those stuff too. Like <laughs> they always so want to be so and they're asking so much it. questions. And yeah. yeah, like they're yeah they're trying to be hella sneaky. You have the marijuana here. Yeah, you take them off to the side and you give. I'm them looking for CBD. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I have to Snapchat this to my son. He's gonna be oh, yeah. so proud of they're me. They're so happy. Oh, like, your grandma's on another level with the Snapchat, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> oh yeah, my grandma. Snapchat. Pops up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's funny as fuck that's another um, level <laughs> yeah but, so i kind of want to talk about delta eight because when i try to explain it to people i always refer them to your guys's podcast episode about it because it's just a lot to explain and i don't really know the technicalities of it but yeah. i have a cart right now a delta eight cart somewhere packed away in a box and i took three i think they were like 50 milligram i sent you guys a picture on instagram uh gummies and i had this like this kind of experience and I'm doing the wavy hand motion for my audio <laughs> listeners. Um, it was like an up and down high. So talk about whatever you guys know, I guess, about Delta eight and like, I guess why I was experiencing it like that. Cause I think a lot of people actually say that as well. Okay. Josh, you got it. Okay, cool. Okay. So I don't know how sciencey I can get, but I'll try to make this like as simple as I possibly can. Um, Everybody has an endocannabinoid system, which is a system in your body that has a bunch of receptors on it, um, and they attach with certain chemicals, right? Turns out your body uses this system to communicate from different systems. So like different parts in your body use this system to communicate and pass on very important chemicals or information to each other. Um the chemicals in weed are called uh, cannabinoids um, and they mimic some of the shapes of the receptors and how they pick them up, right? So it looks very similar to things that our body naturally produces to get things like pain relief and, and stress relief and calm and things like that. So that's why it works. So Delta-8 is one of those things, right? Delta-8 is a degraded form of delta 9 thc so the thing that gets you high in weed uh degrades down or it breaks down and it isolates into two different chemicals and i'm pretty sure that they have to do this process with the very limited amount of delta 9 that they get from these big hemp farms and it's just a big like isolation process where they're trying to distill it down but basically when you get delta 8 by itself it is a pain relief a stress relief and it does have a high associated with it but it's very mild in a psychoactive sense it doesn't have the power that delta 9 has so when you talk about people doing delta 8 unless you're combining that with other terpenes or other cannabinoids you're not going to feel a, a straight up crazy high so I guess that's like a good thing for people who are interested in taking it is like, it's safe, right? Like it's not going to be crazy. Um, it's not going to do anything too shocking unless you take like 
an absurd amount, right? So delta eight combines with different cannabinoids differently. So a lot, another thing that's legal that people have access to is CBD, right? So if you do CBD and delta eight together, uh, the pain relief and the anti-inflammatory relief of both of them are more effective. It's called the entourage effect. So they work better together and it's not as beneficial as the Delta nine uh, CBD combo, but it is damn near, right? Because Delta eight is close. So it, if you're taking it medicinally for like pain or stress relief and things like that, introducing Delta eight to your CBD that you're already taking is going to make it more efficient. It's going to be like an extra strength version of the CBD. Um, to answer your question with why your high was like up and down, I would say that that's probably having to do like, is that the only thing that you took? Like there was no, like well, you didn't I smoke smoked regular like, weed? Um, I smoked like an hour before that. Okay. Got to the, uh, it's called Mr. Nice Guys. And it's just the most legit place. I'm so excited. Like as soon as I got to the parking lot, I ripped that bitch out of the package, sent you guys a picture, Fuck took yeah. three of them. And before even leaving, like my friend looked at me and he was like, dude, are you feeling the same thing that I'm feeling right now? And we just started laughing like we could not stop. And then all of a sudden we were like coming down. We're like, oh, we should smoke this joint. So then we smoked a tiny bit. And I was like, honestly, I'm good after like two hits, which like uh -huh. I can definitely finish a whole joint to myself. Like two hits right. is not like me. And then 30 minutes after that, it was like, again, just that uncontrollable laughter and like yeah. inability to like control my body it was so weird it was like a head high not a body high or like yeah. i don't i don't even know what i was feeling honestly i can't right. even describe it was it. just intense right it, <laughs> yeah I, i'm okay so now i understand so i the reason that you experienced the joint that you guys smoked with right was regular thc right like it was a regular yeah. ass joint right okay cool so the entourage effect with Delta 9 THC and Delta 8 THC, and we talked about this on our episode too, is it amplifies the psychoactive high of the Delta 9. So even though you only took like two hits, the Delta 8 in your system made those two hits like 20 hits, right? Like it plus multiplied the factor of those hits because you had so much Delta 8 in your system already and they were easy to combine and already attached to your receptors. So that's why you experience that like sharp up high as soon as your body was able to process those things together. And then that probably burnt off and it went back to like a little lull and then probably went away after that, unless you smoked more weed and then you would catch the residual another up and down. So when does that effect stop then? Like at what point can you just like smoke regular weed and that effect doesn't or that? I mean, it it's dependent on everyone's body, right? Like everyone processes these things differently. I'm not like your high is going to last different than my high is going to last, right? Like right. you're smaller. You could have more receptors than I have naturally. You could have less. Like there's so many different factors that play into the longevity of a high. Also um, edibles versus smoking it is going to be a big, yeah. big thing exactly like edibles are more potent in your system typically and um for most people your liver does a better job of uh getting you higher for longer than your lungs do with sorting out that thc into your bloodstream um 
I do one sec before we get too far astray from it. One, I just wanted to correct Josh really quick. Delta eight isn't a broken down version of Delta nine. It's just a separate cannabinoid. The broken down version of y'all. Uh, there's a fucking lizard ten. behind me. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. No, <laughs> there wait, is what? a lizard straight up. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Can you guys see him? Oh yeah. Oh fuck no i'm so sorry keep going i'm just gonna no. be behind the camera <laughs> i thought that was a like a like a shadow on the wood yeah like just like a wood mark that's what yeah. it looks like <laughs> and he's then it running moved. fast as fuck right now too so i'm just gonna chill yeah. back here keep going um so <laughs> i didn't mean to cut you off i'm just not trying to be attacked by a lizard <laughs> oh that's cool oh my god it's moving yeah uh <laughs> uh i just wanted to say that the the broken down version of delta nine is, is cbn so i just wanted to correct that really quick that uh the delta eight i don't i wouldn't say is a broken down uh version of delta nine i don't think that's the right way to say it is it uh, so it's it's missing like one so maybe not broken down but you can find delta 8 in the residuals of the broken down process of the cbn cuz whatever doesn't turn into cbn just turns into delta 8 i guess that's what i'm trying to say like that's where you find it naturally occurred mm. does mm. it occur naturally in other plants sure right like in other hemp varieties obviously they're crossbreeding this i love that she's like changing the whole situation and fighting off this lizard yeah. Dude, I've got my eyes on him. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like reverse the whole fucking yeah. So yeah, Garrett Garrett's right. I'm um it doesn't that's not the only way and um it's not just it's just a bifactor, like just a residual that comes off of that process. Why did we get a notification that you upgraded your Zoom? <laughs> I didn't. I don't know too, but said. <laughs> oh okay said, cool um, we removed the 40 minute um thing it said running out of time like here's a gift we removed the 40 minute thing like wow. cool okay i'm Bless glad that we don't have to restart it maybe that was uh maybe it's like hey you're talking with a because we pay for zoom maybe it's because uh that i don't know yeah. um because okay. we'll and, complain and, we'll be like no we have unlimited zoom <laughs> and uh, uh to I think what you were trying to say, Josh, is like uh, Delta eight has uh, a double bond to the eighth carbon molecule is all that means. And then Delta nine is the ninth carbon molecule. Right. So it's a bunch of science stuff that's not really that important, but. It's always good to know, though, because like when I hear other people talk about it and also kind of when I talk about it, too, they're like, it's just like missing one little like molecule that makes it not weed. Like people literally will say it like that. But that's what it is. Technically, (laughs) it's missing a carbon link molecule. (laughs) Like it's a different and a very low factor. But when you're talking about that level of chemistry, like when chemicals degrade, there's going to be residuals that didn't fully break down to CBN but are still going to be missing that carbon. And that's where it's at. Like I, as well as growing naturally. The only reason I know that is because that was an argument against Delta eight in another state. I forget what state, but I was reading it and they were like trying to cite that like it is found in Delta nine when this process. So like, isn't it the same thing? Like that's one of their arguments in the state that's fighting back and forth on the legality of Delta eight in their state right now. So mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. That's something to think about, right? Because, like, I want to be aware of those things. Um, but, yeah. 
Yeah. And as, far, as far as I'm aware with the <laughs> most recent farm bill too, uh, basically I think Delta nine is the only thing that's still like federally illegal. Yeah. It's just as illegal as meth. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy though? And like, yeah. And heroin and crack and PCP. I always <laughs> say like, dangerous. I can bring like any of my, friends that smoke weed together and we would all vibe but if i brought all my friends that drank together somebody's gonna fight somebody's right. gonna end up like crying gonna, and all your friends that you brought that did crack together that'd be crazy <laughs> yeah unfortunately those people do not belong in my sphere of influence <laughs> yeah but I, like if you if you know if you had all those friends that did did crack yeah. if you, just imagine if you brought those people together wow. it would probably be a good ass time though i'd it film it It'd probably yeah, be like one of those things where you're like, I'm friends with him because he makes he reminds me that I'm doing OK. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's just there as like, yeah, just to, like I just don't to know check like, on yourself. That would be interesting, though, like to see the effects of that many people high on some like crazy substance together. And the thing There's like if I was a in a protective bubble, like if like I was in a thing that nobody can touch me and I could just watch these people like go ape shit. That would be cool. Yeah, you're going to need a time machine and you're going to need to go back to the Roman era where they had the Colosseum. <laughs> Just watching two people duke it out. I'm sure they didn't have the, the, the meth and stuff back then. They were just... It'd be the same is all I'm saying. Opiates and shit. (laughs) Although I'm not really sure. Um, My friend was just on a month-long, like, road trip. Her and her boyfriend just, like, basically got a van and, like, traveled the West Coast. And they went to all these different, like, caves and stuff like that. And in one of the places, she had a little photo book that she showed me. And they found, like, pipes in there. Like, they, they totally used to smoke. You know what I mean? Like, there's pictures of them. And they're, like, old ass pipes just made out of like rock and stone and like whatever they could scrounge up just in Where all different this? styles this was somewhere on the west coast like in this like random like cave kind oh. of setting i, I don't know i, I can't remember that. what it's called yeah exactly that's what Hell i'm yeah. saying <laughs> i'm so glad that that story didn't involve uh like any meth or like crack because like that's what we segue from and i was like oh no but then it turned into just like smoking weed with crazy things i like that <laughs> i mean i assume it's weed like yeah yeah we're gonna to it say. is weed it's weed yeah. for sure we're just i don't think it. you could get a rock hot enough to do anything harder than weed you know what I mean? Like yeah. the little glass balls uh, for free base and shit. I don't mm-hmm. think you get because you're talking about like a pipe made out of a rock, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think the only thing that you could smoke out of that would be some weed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they were for sure. Hundred percent. That's the only yeah. thing. <laughs> but only I guess explanation. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, in the episode that I did with Josh and Garrett, we talked about our first time smoking weed. So now here, I'm going to give you guys the floor to talk about like just growing up and what age you started smoking weed. If you have a crazy story or two or three, run with it. (laughs) Who wants to go first? Garrett, you want to start this time? Yeah, sure. Uh, Okay. Yeah. First time I smoked weed uh, was an interesting time. It was with like a friend who was like in my friend group, but we, we never really hung out like outside of school but we were like cool at school, you know, those type of friends. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he had a friend, uh, that was like a couple grades above us. And those were the two people I started, I smoked with because the, the one homie that was closest to me, sorry, this is going to get confusing. 
we'll call him BJ because that's what his name was. Uh, RIP. Uh, he unfortunately passed away. But uh, BJ and uh, this other uh, dude, um, we were smoking and we were at uh the unknown dude's house sorry this is i'm sorry how confusing this is but we were at his house and uh we were smoking and we smoked out of this really ghetto like two liter bottle bong uh if y'all started smoking you know what's that like 10 years ago you know what i'm talking about um yeah so we smoked out of that uh and i got really high my first time i smoked weed some people say they don't get high at all no i got really high uh, but it was a good time. We were all like giggling and whatnot. We started watching Starsky and Hutch. We were g- giggling about how, um, what's his name's uh, mustache is just like how goofy fake it is because of just the times. It was just hilarious. And uh, we microwaved some like meatballs that said, do not microwave on the package. Uh, they tasted dank. Um, all real good times really until, <laughs> yeah. Oh well, no, they were cooked. We cooked them long enough, but they just they de- they definitely said do not microwave on them. But that's all we had out there, because um, we were smoking in his like dad's garage, and we weren't supposed to be smoking. They didn't know about this, so it was like we can't go inside and cook this shit. Also, it's like two in the morning. Um, Wait, there was and- a microwave in the garage. Yeah, dude. He, so um, he had like a like a kickout spot. Like he had a okay. couch out there. He had the TV. Okay. He had like his like setup out there. Okay. okay. Um, the man cave. Yeah. I feel like growing up, like most, at least my friends and stuff, we, they all had like a shop. Even my dad had like a shop. We'd go out and just like dick around in, you know, um, or like you would have like a, at? or what state did you grow up in? Washington. I've oh, been in here. Washington. Like, okay. Yeah. I've been here forever. Um, and so anyway, uh, it's all fine and good until this, the kid who I don't know very well, just like up and says, you can get the fuck out of here like just straight up and he's like he's like no you need to leave and i was like nah dog like i'm hella high right now what and he's like nah i'm just fucking with you and like just would keep doing that throughout the night and uh yeah like made it less fun yeah, but uh, a lot less fun <laughs> yeah because he was an older kid and they like to like fuck around with the exactly. younger ones but yeah, like it's he- always an older person that smokes you up Right. I feel like <laughs> same <Right>. experience. <laughs> yeah. So after that, I, I basically just like before school, me and like BJ would meet up and smoke some weed and go to school. Probably smelling hella like weed. Because, uh, I, uh, you know, I was new to smoking it. I didn't know what it was like to like smoke weed and then enter a public scene like that. You smell like weed. Yeah. Uh, Your first couple times are like sketchy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah going dry. on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I was the driver. Right. So like I would get I was like inundated, like driving while high, like when I was really first smoking weed, which was so unsafe. I don't know why I did that. Um, But yeah, I took a couple algebra two tests that I thought I'd aced and I got them back and they were D's and F's um, while I was high. So, yeah, like definitely the first signs and dandies yeah the <laughs> yeah, d's and f's finding dandies uh i feel like the first i don't know year or so of smoking weed you're it's like once you pass a threshold of smoking and it's weird that you have to do this at least in my opinion that you have to like cross a threshold to where like it's just like oh it's just normal you know like there's a period of like oh god like i'm high like time is different when i'm high like i get really you know food tastes so much better i mean it still kind of happens right but there's like a 
a, th- a threshold that, that you have falls to pass, off. Yeah. you know, yeah. uh, and then you just start smoking and then that's just kind of normal to you. You know, shit is just like kind of regular. Uh, and even with my tea break after my tea break, like I didn't, ex- I expected to like kind of go back into that, like, you know, having crazy munchies, shit just tasting really good. And it, it didn't have that. So I feel like it's just like, if you smoke for a long period of time, like you get that threshold and no matter what tea break, you're never going to get that like first year of smoke back yeah yeah i actually just recently had that realization i was like i've been high for a minute now like a minute like probably Mm -hmm. since december i haven't really gone like too many days in between without smoking and it's not like all day every day but like i smoke every single day and it's just so normal and like for me to go out in public i'm like it's weird if i'm not high when i go out in public But like, I feel that I was like, food is just like food when you're high, but you're more like aware. Like when I smoke, I'm like, what's going to bring me the most nutritional value. But when I'm not like high, I'm just like, what's the most convenient? I'm like, I'm a bitch. I'm lazy. Like when I don't smoke, but it actually makes me like so productive. But now it's like, I don't experience all the like crazy shit I first experienced when I first started. And I kind of missed that and thought about taking a tea break, but I was like, nah that's just not a good idea <laughs> it, 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 nothing brings you back to those like there yeah time yeah. back then when when you'd smoke time just like stopped to existing or sped the fuck up like mm-hmm. for me like if you'd like smoke and then go like cruise we call them space cruising and go at nighttime and like get in your car and just drive and like i don't know it's just nice and dark kind of out in the woods or whatever yeah and you're just like hauling ass or at least it looks like you are yeah those um, so you call them space those. cruising yeah where i grew up we called them a roadie and we only had one rule and that's never turn around on a roadie because that's bad luck it was like you keep going or like you keep making turns until you get back because actually one time i was like you guys fuck it let's just turn around and we got pulled over way to go, way to go bro yeah <laughs> did the cursed move big party mm-hmm. fell yeah, big damn. party foul but what did you what did you guys call it josh or i guess you guys grew up no are you from I mean, washington yeah i'm from washington but he's so we're i Garrett grew up in the sticks like a little bit country of yeah. washington and where i grew up is like the hood of washington <laughs> so, so <laughs> i grew up in burien and then in tacoma so like the, both those places are kind of like uh like just not great places um well, Tacoma's coming up. They're getting nicer for sure. Way nicer than when I was growing up. For that's a hundred percent. But we just called it like cruising. Like we we're just gonna go on a ride or go on a cruise. Like, and then it, we had to have weed, and that was the only thing. And um, I don't know if we had any like weird. Rich- oh, you slap the ceiling when you're going under a yellow light you got to touch the ceiling like you gotta like it's like good luck so it's like so you don't get blasted by a car or whatever like you touch you slap the roof right like that that was the only weird thing i could think of is you would just like like everybody slaps the roof um we did that too but that was like for if someone had a headlight out you'd punch the ceiling oh like like sex me game or whatever yeah yeah sure i mean I was in the car with my brother and cousin, so yeah, we yeah, could yeah, hear yeah. me. But yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. You guys were just practicing. You were like making <laughs> yeah. sure the skills were sharp. <laughs> That's so funny. 
Um, yeah, I guess I'm when I like was growing up, I actually did not have a good experience the first time smoking. And I think I talked about it in like a previous episode. And I don't want to make this like about me because it's about you guys. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess like, no, 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 no. This is about you guys. This is like <laughs> two of you guys, one of me. I'm just like here for the ride. And everybody else that's listening is just like in on our conversation that we would probably normally be having anyways. Yeah, 100%. We are having it anyways. Yeah, honestly. I don't care who's listening. Long-distance smoke sesh, that's all. Yes, right on. Um, Yeah, I guess I never started smoking like heavily until college. And that is like when I really woke the fuck up. I was like, I need a life change. My life is not good right now. I'm failing college. All I'm doing is smoking weed. But then I took smoking weed with me back home, but smoking alone helped me to like grow as a person instead of smoking in like large groups with people all the time where you're ordering pizza and watching movies and doing all that. So like, what is your guys's favorite or what is your like favorite way to smoke? Do you like smoking alone or do you guys only smoke in group settings or prefer to? Because, like, um, I prefer definitely to smoke alone, <laughs> as sad as that sounds. But, like, <laughs> pick my own music, go wherever I want to eat, do whatever the fuck I want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I feel that sometimes. I smoke alone a lot because um, I just smoke, right? Like, I, whether I'm with people or not, like, I'm going to smoke. Um I guess there's that, but personally, I prefer uh, the high when I'm smoking in a group. Like, I like the Same. interaction. I like like it's usually a funnier time. Like, I'm having more uh, joy out of it. It feels refreshing in a sense that usually when I'm smoking in a group, it's with people that you know I genuinely enjoy being around or maybe I'm meeting them for the first time so it kind of relaxes the situation a little bit when you're like oh yeah you know first time jitters of meeting anybody right like you want to have a good impression or whatever like I don't know when I'm out in a group setting I kind of have social anxiety and the fact that like too many people makes me feel weird right like I'll start getting crowd anxiety so like that's why I smoke too while I'm out in public so um I get like wanting to smoke by yourself, but like, you know, like two, three good homies. Like, I, I think that's the way. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I still kind of consider that like smoking alone because me and my homies, when we smoke alone or when we smoke together, like we're not talking. We're just like in our own. Yeah. But I mean, like I used to smoke in like these groups of like 10 people. Usually oh. like everybody brings some contributes. And that was like my experience, like the first time. And like when I really fell into like yeah you know like this is just too much too much yeah. like too many opinions too like many like vibes going shit. on yeah, yeah exactly I mean I'm still 22 so I'm like kind of I guess you guys are a bit <laughs> older than me but yeah that was kind of like recently just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> damn I forget uh, that yeah I don't dude like smoking and being alone is I guess different than smoking alone like I'll smoke I'd say like like if I just get the urge to smoke and like there's people around, I'm sure I'll offer them. But uh, if they don't want to, I'll still smoke. But uh, just being alone after smoking, I feel like is 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 not the best unless you're really creative with it. Right. Like me, I'll just sit there and get in my head about stupid shit. Right. Like like meditation. I can't do that shit because there's just too much going on up here um, to focus. Interesting. Um, so 
yeah i like if i smoked and i was alone i'd probably go crazy okay unless i'm like doing something right like if i'm just sitting there and i'm like hi i'd be like whoa this is too much stimulation um blah 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 but if i can like project that into something uh it's much more better like it like josh said if it's like two or three people that's like ideal because then you can just like if you have a thought or whatever you just bounce that off someone else and then you know you have a conversation or whatever yeah 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 yeah. that's why i like smoking and doing a podcast because then you just like right yeah and we got you know we got two three sometimes four people and we just kick it and have a good conversation and I, that's where the podcast came from right is we yeah did that, we did that anyways like we would get yeah. together and like talk about the mysteries of the universe and like talk about important weed shit like whether the we're recording it or not so it's like why not just record this shit that's what i'm saying that's exactly why i started my podcast too because like i just have high thoughts all the time right and yeah okay i guess like now that i asked the question about like preferring smoking alone or like with people that makes a lot of sense because like i'm really big into like my mind and like meditating and being like you know like that with doing yoga and i'm very like spiritual and I mean, there was a point in time where it was like a social thing for me, but now it's like, oh, I'm going to blossom into this beautiful butterfly. Like I have these high expectations for myself when I smoke and I'm like more inclined to getting there and like reaching my goals when I do smoke because I'm so in my head that I'm like my own cheerleader, but my also my own worst enemy because then it's like, you got this. And then it's like, no, you're not going to get there. But then it's like, okay, I'm going to listen to that voice, but it's going to be a motivating voice of me so like this one knows like hey you're gonna get there it's fine but this one's like fuck you you know you're like your haters are your motivators so like being in your head it's like it's refreshing and it helps you grow but if you're like ready for it but if it gives you anxiety you should definitely be doing meditation (laughs) for real (laughs) i i like to do my meditation sober um like i do Mm -hmm. go to counseling and stuff so like i have been recommended to do it sober so I tried and after like the difference between like trying to meditate high versus like going intentionally sober like it's harder sober to get your mind to be at peace but it takes more discipline right so like it's for me meditation is that right like you're you're having the discipline to like sit still and at first it's like dude I could do that for like 30 seconds tops right like and then other thoughts stop popping into my head or like I'm doing something different or you know like but after a while you get to the point where like you like I can sit in peace and quiet and be in this space and breathe for two minutes right like and maybe that's what you do in the morning and you do some stretching and do that and I feel like that still counts as some form of uh meditation um but like you're, you guys are saying, sometimes meditation is like in an act, right? Like sometimes it is drawing or sometimes it is like doing something, right? Like that can totally be that. I think it really just comes down to like channeling a certain type of energy, right? Yeah. I say that to everybody who like asked me, like a lot of people ask me, like, how do you even meditate? I can't sit still. Like meditation does not have to be... <clears throat> sitting you know like with your hands like this and crisscross applesauce humming like it does not have to be like that it's doing whatever makes you feel in like a flow state just being present being grounded you can draw you can look up at the stars that's meditating you're just still you're just present yeah and I have this book actually that I'm just finishing up it's called the power of now 
And there's so many pages that I've like turned over where I want to like go back and like reference quotes and stuff from there. And it really teaches you that just like being in your body and like what it means and like has this like uh, the narrative of like asking a question like, but what if like my body starts to tingle? What does that mean? And then he answers the question. So I was going to recommend that book to like the podcast anyways, but like you guys should definitely check it out. It's called The Power of Now. The power of now. I like that. Hell yeah. Yes. And like, uh, I was going to talk about the meditation thing. I know people who meditate uh, while they run. Like, so their morning run is their form of meditation. Like they'll go on like a 5k run and they get to that point where, okay, I've started and now I'm just drumming on. I'm doing the same thing. Like my breathing's in a rhythm, my body's in a rhythm and I'm running straight. And that's their form of meditation, right? Because they don't have to focus on anything else. They're there, they're present, like, and it clears their mind. Um, you know, so it could be whatever, like you could do whatever gets you there, right? Like whatever that, that feeling is where you're like, okay, cool. Like I'm here. I'm now I'm starting to feel refreshed. There's peace. Like, yeah. What was that? (laughs) There was like a little, little tiny red bug crawling. Damn, you're getting attacked. Like they're, well, it just rained. And so yeah this is the best place for me to record those outside it looks hella like that looks majestic as shit i (laughs) love it here it's like my favorite thing ever i'll be here for like at least a year which like to be a sagittarius and say like i'll be here for like a year that's a big ass commitment (laughs) but i love it yeah even like the first week that i was here there was like a flash flood warning and i was like whatever and i drive through like just on a random street just ahead of me I see a huge puddle of water and I was like well I remembered my aunt said do not ever let off the gas in that situation because it will suck the water right up in your engine and will kill your car so I just kept driving through it and it was literally to the fucking windows like with water and I just drove right through it my car is still working just fine shout out Subaru bro (laughs) hell yeah shout out Subaru dog (laughs) any other car in that situation would have like yeah that would have not been okay good job yeah there's straight up like so many cars just pulled over on the side of the road just chilling because it either gets too hot like in traffic and they'll just like leave their car and just start walking to like the nearest gas station or like the flooding or just yeah. like stupid ass drivers honestly <laughs> yeah yeah everywhere. there's a lot of those in the middle of america i'm starting to see like oklahoma makes me fear for my life i buckle up for safety every time like the, the drivers speed limit so is like fucking bad. 80 miles an hour too. at some places and then at some places it goes down to like 45 i'm like what is happening here yeah, yeah. it's it's raw out here and in Oklahoma, Texas, dude, like everyone together. just drives like super fast. Like when we drove through Texas, like everyone was going 100 miles an hour on the freeway. Like that was mm-hmm. the base speed. Yeah, I cannot drive unless I'm high because it freaks me out. I like, think about it like I am in a like, I don't know how much a car weighs, but like, you know, this itty bitty car and any semi could just come and knock me over at any point like he's like falling asleep like I have to be focused like laser focus on the drunk drivers the people who are texting and driving which by the way is everybody literally yeah, everybody so texts and drives here people dude they're like swerving you're like what you doing and you pull up on them and it's not an old person it's not somebody having a hard time it's somebody on their fucking phone and yeah, they haven't stop. looked up from their phone yeah. like yeah. since 
and you just look just over like, and they're still yeah, texting you're just shit. staring at them dude I'm like yeah you're like have some fucking respect and the worst is when you see like a kid in the car or something even yeah, like if you're at a like stoplight like like a mom or something you're like bro like get your shit together straight up i don't like to judge but i'm judging the people i will that judge do in that, that situation <laughs> like, in that not only your life judge. but your child's yeah. life in danger yeah. like Thanks. judgment is being passed right now i'm sorry it's happening. yeah <laughs> i've got like Thank a tickle in my throat it's like not cool right now i need to like i really do water, need a tea yeah. break uh-huh. for real <laughs> yeah the the good news is when you do take a break like you only need to take a three-day break I guess I want I did want to talk about that earlier like it like scientifically speaking your endocannabinoid system has these receptors that move up and down uh closer and farther away from your blood brain barrier okay so the more resistance that your body has to those chemicals it means that those uh receptors are like pulled super far away and then like when it has less stimulation and they're not um like getting wrecked by all these like different uh, cannabinoids hitting them they'll like sit really close that from to go from like it's most farthest down like most resistant um, stage to like back to your normal setting or whatever that is for you is like three or four days okay so like like it's no stimulation at all okay I'm starting. Yeah, I'm definitely at that point where I think like for sure I need a break. I've taken like one or two days. Three is just it sounds like a lot. Honestly, <laughs> like a break from it a lot. It's just like the first few days are kind of like brutal. Coffee what am is- I gonna do? Literally, what am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's what do you do when you don't smoke? No, I I would like go to the gym and stuff, and I definitely like to go to the gym high and not high like having both experiences yeah. but i do have way better workouts when i smoke and go to the yes. gym yeah, yeah i you try to tell people or just like you stop yeah. thinking about all the shit saying oh you you don't you can like chill you could slow down no it's yeah. just like no go yeah. yeah and then people are like well how do you like stay motivated i'm like dog you take a fucking scoop of pre-workout and you fight fire <laughs> with fire dog like your mind is focused <laughs> but your body's raring to go and then you're yeah. good if anyone listening ever sees me running at the gym i'm high you walk yeah. by me you're gonna smell it too like yeah. it's coming out of my pores yeah i'm sweating <laughs> it out right now <laughs> but the only time i run is when i smoke i cannot like i'm so in my head if i am not high when i run and it hurts everything hurts <laughs> you get right. that ache in like your side yeah, and you're, like, side, wow, you're like i want to stop yeah <laughs> but you don't want to be a pussy so you just yeah. keep going <laughs> Oh yeah. God, that hurts so bad. Yeah. L- lesson learned. And also if you hate running, just try smoking a couple hits before. Yeah, honestly, if you do uh like certain strains like hazes and stuff, they're actually have a lot of pinene in them, which are a bronchodilator. So if you just took one hit, uh it would open up your lungs for most people unless you had like a really adverse reaction to it. Back that up. Let's talk a uh, bronco dilator a bronchodilator tell me about it a bronchodilator means that your lungs uh capillaries the things that actually absorb the oxygen into your bloodstream uh open up in a more like open position i like 
I don't know if it's like a blood flow thing or how they become more like spread out, but that's what it is. A bronchodilator makes it so mm. they're like in a more open position to receive more oxygen. Ah, so, really? Oh my gosh, yeah. I didn't know that. I think uh, tobacco, strangely enough, on low dosages is a bronchodilator also. So like a weird thing, like Olympic divers like before they go and do a dive you can see some of them on the sidelines and they'll be ta- they'll take a hit of a cigarette and then they'll just put it out because Seems so they're, like, wrong. they're getting yeah. ready to like hold their breath for like a super fucking long time right like they're gonna they don't want that to affect them at all like they want to be go go right in so yeah um so if you-, you guys can go back to like a pre like the beginning of covid time when everybody was like so unsure about like who is going to be affected by it and all of that i remember reading an article saying that people who smoke weed or tobacco are less likely to even though everyone thought it was like gonna attack your lungs and like you couldn't breathe and all of that like I don't know if you guys heard that but like people were saying that like it's gonna eat your lungs and whatever but they were like no like if you smoke you're actually less likely to have that happen to you it's (laughs) an inflammatory disease inflammatory sickness and weed and cbd and all the cannabinoids are anti-inflammatory like yeah I've got like 10 years of like yeah immunity to that shit you know i know i was like i'm safe i don't even need to get vaccinated i've been doing this shit for a minute yeah i've been smoking weed all my life i've been vaccinated what you mean (laughs) you want to see my card pulls out a fucking ounce oh my god pulls out your medical card you're like check this check it out dog i'm good this is what i have this is the famous jar Ooh, i love that little jar that's cute i i yeah. love me like a ball jar like those style like mason jars to keep weed in it just feels authentic oh shoot it's upside down oh you guys got this yeah. message the king palms we should talk about that for a minute because i've been introducing the hella truth. people to king palms because i think yep. they're pretty new right mm-hmm. yeah they're they're pretty new as far as raps go in the last five years at least gotten bigger within the last five years yeah they're freaking badass um i think actually yonder was the one who brought it up in the last episode yeah yeah, yeah. we were like smoking the king palms with him he brought a pack he was like stuffing Mm -hmm. them yeah those are bougie man they're so nice but they're not that expensive either like they're they're bougie but they're super nice they're like swisher expensive yeah, yeah. Like well, expensive. yeah maybe a little bit more like some cents more per but, but it's like a fucking leaf yeah you, you pull that out at a party or like to smoke with somebody like you've just elevated yourself three I or did four that. levels yeah hell yeah and i'm always the friend too that comes like strapped with like three blunts rolled and everyone's like who are you like right. who does that but i want to be prepared at all times fuck yeah so, i have a little like smoking bag i bring around it's got a little bit of weed and it's got my little tray my grinder yeah cute <laughs> oh yeah right uh, next to me at all times fuck yeah. strapped I'm- I have these uh pink joint wraps. They're called Blazy Blazy Susans. Yeah, dog. I always use those. Those are my bro. I saw a TikTok this morning about Blazy Susan, and they made an actual Lazy Susan, uh, with like inserts for like their silicone molds of like holding your dab materials. It's got like you can hold your joint. Like I, bro. They yeah. They they actually made a Blazy Susan. I want. (laughs) I want also. It's Dude. it's kind of dope. and it spins around so like you know if yeah. the, and the dude's pink. on the opposite side of the table you just like Shroop. yeah yeah no it's uh, there's they did they did like a like a tie dye color to it 
I'm sure you could get a pink one. I think they said just that they are customizable, but yeah. Customizable yeah. blazy Susan pink. Just yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, I just like moving down here was introduced to them. Like this guy at the um, smoke shop was like, oh, are you here for some blazy Susans? I'm like, how dare you stereotype me like that? He's like, it's a pink joint. And I was like, show me, <laughs> you know, like, don't, how dare you stereotype me? But you were correct. <laughs> like, yes. I'm interested. Me, show me. Show me. Yeah. And I had I just, been smoking like raw cones before that, the hemp ones, of course. And I was just on that grind. And he's like, no, like, this will be your new shit. And I buy them like a whole box at a time because <laughs> i've gone through like a whole entire box of them because they have to special order them in because they're so popular yeah that's crazy i just bought yeah. a box of them like yesterday like a whole box of blazy susans like ready yeah and when, when we say like a box and if you're not watching like, the video i'm holding like a like the a, box that they have at the smoke <laughs> shop like the ones that they open up to sell size. the packs like we're the, one of those yeah yes did exactly. uh yeah. do you buy the cones or do you do you roll joints I have been buying the cones lately because I actually don't like live on my own right now. I'm living like out of Airbnbs and <laughs> like just on the first I'm moving into like an actual place. So like for convenience of like not having to take the time and like roll like outside of like wherever I'm staying at, it's just easier to pack a cone and like smoke real quick and like get out. But I do prefer bongs. I need to buy a new one because I broke one before I left. Didn't want to bring. I know it was called the bikini bottom. And everybody that smoked out of the bikini bottom was part of the daddy gang. It was just like my tight group of friends. The daddy gang knows. I think they listen to this podcast. Shout out daddy gang. (laughs) I was thinking about that the other day, too. I haven't smoked like herb, like weed out of a bong in like months. You're not missing anything. I, but that oh, used to be my primary source. I used to like exclusively <laughs> smoke out of bongs. But uh, yeah, it's just basically been joints and dabs lately. Uh, me yeah. too. Um, another thing actually that a friend that I met down here introduced me to was hemp wicks. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, yeah, if you do the hemp wick and you have an ice catcher in your bong and it's clean. Yeah, yeah. that's the best. That's like a hemp way. wick to a bong nothing tops that honestly because it it does like make the weed taste different in my opinion especially when you're smoking a joint because the paper is so thin that you can really taste the difference right exactly yeah like for me a joint is like the flavor master but like if you can do a bong the right way you can also get that really clean just weed hit and flavor off the smoke right like that's what you're trying to attain usually when you rip a bong and you're doing your fucking lighter to it you're getting all that lighter fluid through there. Like you're also smoking all of that. Right. So it's like, that's affecting the flavor. So for me, I'm like, Oh, that harshness, the reason that you cough after you take a giant bong rip and you're like lukewarm, like old nasty bong water, like never been cleaned before bong. Like it's because dude, you're getting straight up like all this extra shit with your weed smoke and it's your body like that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys use hemp wicks usually when you smoke? I normally do, but I just ran out. Mine melted actually in the car because it's so fucking hot here. Yeah, like like, part of it. Now I only have this, but still cute. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I still use a lighter, but I just like when you light a joint, it's different. You can light a joint, let it get get the cherry going, and then start hitting it, and you're good, right? You're not smoking through the lighter the whole time. Yeah, hell yeah. (laughs) 
Something yeah, I remember like when those clipper lighters came out, and they, they were those like the, truth. the fanciest motherfucking things because they got a little bowl packer on them or in them yeah Yeah. and i don't have to use my tweezers to like take the thing off the little safety thing oh yeah the flame can just fucking go just let it burn (laughs) they know what's up like clipper lighters are the shit and then like the dispensaries i see that put their shit on the clipper lighter like those are the truth i'm like dude good job I i sometimes like can't like stoners that don't pull the safety off a normal pick lighter like what's wrong with you what Yeah, you're you? like breaking you're down the weed with your fingers and your fingers are all sticky. How are you going to light that lighter, bro? Come on. Like now. pain and regret and frustration. It hurts how so you're gonna light that Blisters. Yeah. Fucking yeah, try to strike yeah. it three times. Yeah. Side of your tongue <laughs> or the side of your thumb is all like fucking hard, like rock, like just a piece of leather. And then you just wreck that lighter. <laughs> There's just resin all over yeah, that yeah. safety now. It's just take sticky. it off. Yeah. I. <laughs> Oh, wait, I keep wanting to like tell you guys about all of these like things I'm learning. So I'm like, you guys are like the most weed enthusiasts, like friends I have, like, you know, the most. So I want to know if you guys know about these like little things. So one of my friends yeah. was like picking, we didn't have a grinder and she like went like this after with like the, the yeah, on her that's hair. That's old school. Yeah. I did not know. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? So she was like rubbing her hair between her fingers. She's like, dude no it like it changes the game like it takes the stickiness off of there and i tried it i just picked a bunch of it just like because and then also you know i just helping a friend out pick your weed for you mm-hmm. and then i did it and it fucking works what the yeah. fuck the little hair oils yeah your yeah. hair oils will attach to the oils in the uh like trichomes and they'll like actually just stick to that instead of your fingers because your fingers has way less oil on the surface of its skin than uh your hair does in it right so that's why yeah it's it, it kind of like uh how like butter and like sap like if you get tree sap on your hands and you just put some butter on there it takes it right off just like any fats or oils that like it can like attach to wow like you said that so casually i never knew that i didn't like, either it, yeah you're just like I don't you know when you get yeah, sap like, on you know, your like fingers butter takes off sap i'm like wait what i'm only taking guys butter takes off sap <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, fuck, I didn't fucking know that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I'm barely uh, yeah. an adult. <laughs> yeah, so that's a thing, I guess, a country thing. No. So we have uh, two life hacks there. If you ever get sap or weed on your fingers, so the sap you can do butter to get it off, or fingers anywhere, I guess. And yeah. if you have weed on your fingers, rub it between your hair. Some people like rub it on their leg hair too. Like I've seen guys do that or in their beards. <laughs> Yeah, I would go closer. Like the you want to go closer to your scalp, right? That's where yeah. the most oils are going to be in your hair. So like the closer yeah. to your scalp, the more effective it's going to be. But totally, if you have long hair, you could use any part of your hair probably, and it'd be okay. As long as you're not like washing it religion. Well, actually, probably if you like shampoo it more, you're probably going to re- produce more oil on the mm-hmm. s- surface of your skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you just get in there and like scratch your scalp and that oil will get all that stuff off. And then Bro, you're getting really quiet. Oh, it better now. Yeah. I was just peeking a lot. So I tried to like move it a little bit and then now it's too quiet. So my bad. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, touch the oils in your head and then get it all nice and smooth off somewhere else maybe then rub it on your leg to get the oil off your hands yeah i've never done that my leg hair's never been that long but i've definitely seen guys <laughs> do that after like it makes so much sense now like what are you doing just rubbing their leg up and down after they pick but i've, I've never done that not with my leg i guess I mean, well i don't have a lot of hair on my leg so maybe that 
that makes a lot of yeah. sense. Maybe you need I don't have a lot of hair on my head now either. So, <laughs> do you wear hats I, a lot? No, no. Like, no, did I'm you? Just, I just was cursed with a terrible hairline. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> we were just talking about that with my cousin. His hairline is so bad, but yeah, he like continues brutal. to wear a hat too. And I think that that. I don't know if it makes it worse, but it makes sense because it's like constantly rubbing on your head. It's going to wear down to some degree. Yeah, it's not good for it. That's for sure. But yeah. last time, last time, Aaliyah, the last time we talked, we weren't on video, but I had hair that was like down here. What? You recently <laughs> yeah. cut it? Yeah, yeah it was like a recently. month and month and a half ago. I cut it. Yeah, his hair was longer. My fiance than just buzzed it off. Yeah, oh it was, my God. yeah, it was longer than Josh's. <laughs> I want to see a picture. You guys have to send me a picture because um, I cannot picture that at all yeah. right now. <laughs> it, it was blonde. It was like light blonde because yeah. I dyed it. It was multiple colors many times, but yeah, it ended up like blonde. That's why like our pictures on or our like logo or whatever is like I have like long blonde hair. Okay. Yeah, he, okay. He and <laughs> I the only pictures I had at the time when I yeah, sent that off exactly. to like get made. And so, yeah. Yeah. It's funny because now I have long hair and you have short hair, but in our logo, yeah. it's opposite because we yeah. the opposite. <laughs> are you going to grow your hair back out or were you just like, fuck this? I'm done with it. Um, well, so I'm getting married in uh, September. So I didn't oh, want that like congrats. long. Thank you. Um, I'm getting, I didn't want that like long blonde hair. Um, cause it was just like, I don't know. It doesn't look good at, with my terrible hairline. So that was just, I grew it out for fun. It was 2020. I was just, there was no barbers or anything. So, um, yeah, I just grew it out. And then I was like, I don't want it long for like pictures and shit. And so I just cut it and then, yeah, it's probably going to grow out again. Uh, one, yeah. one day we're going to hit, get our bus all fixed up and live some van life. So it'll probably just get long. <laughs> Yeah, I okay. mean, like, I kind of feel like it's part of the culture, too. Like, I just, I go to all these industry events, and, like, the motherfuckers who are, like, growing or, like, really know the shit, like, those are the guys with, like, the long hair and the tattoos, and, like, you can identify. You're, like, you. You know what you're talking about. You're a about. grower. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> it's kind of the same, honestly, with, like, well, I'm not obviously in, like, the, the grower industry, but, like, with dating, too, and, like, do you smoke? Like, getting the vibe or whatnot. <laughs> like, you, like, you know when somebody does, because the boys have longer hair. They probably have a picture with a skateboard or, like, a backpack <laughs> on, like, with a mountainous background. <laughs> That's yeah. definitely someone that I'm going to fuck with because I know they smoke. <laughs> Hell yeah. Some outdoorsy oh. shit. Yeah. That's oh, all there is to do out in Washington. So I feel like even if you don't have that picture in Washington, you are that person. Like the only thing to go do in the summertime is like some hike or some lake or some river. And like you become that person. Like that's and those things are so much better when you smoke too. Oh yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Oh so. my gosh. The first time I went hiking out in Utah, I did not smoke. It hurt so bad. I did not enjoy myself because it was just like the elevation difference. And it's honestly, it's hard. Like hiking is not like a cakewalk, especially when you're in the mountains. Like it's not super easy, especially coming from Minnesota to like the elevation in Utah, I think was like 10,000 feet where we lived, which was a dramatic difference for me. And I like couldn't do it. And then I smoked the next time. And it was just beautiful. Like the sun was shining. The rocks were just like, I could see every beautiful rock. I would just pick it up and like hold it, feel its energy. And like, it was everything's better with a little weed, man. Yes, everything. 
and utah dude i hear that that's supposed to be like a super pretty state huh it's really beautiful as far as like it's it's mountains and stuff um that is one of the places i'm really excited to visit yeah you should go to um well i lived in park city and it was really beautiful there moab is where the arches are at and it's a little bit more chill there than like don't waste your time in Salt Lake City <laughs> in like that area. Salt Lake really City not... makes me sad when you like dry like fly into it. It's all like flat and gray, like because you're like up high. It's like a plateau or something. Yeah. Like... And the city's just like it's a weird vibe. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> Didn't spend a ton of time down there, but Park City's really beautiful. I worked on the mountain, went lived the shred life every single day, basically. It was awesome. Also part of the the weed culture is you know yeah. <laughs> snowboarding yeah, yeah um, snowboarding skateboarding it's all it, it's all yeah, longboarding surfing yes. all, all the things <laughs> all the things and yeah it was just so much more enjoyable when i like would smoke and do those things but i don't smoke and go snowboarding i uh would take a couple shots to just like take the edge <laughs> off because i'm actually afraid of heights but i love snowboarding so that's feel the, that. the better way to yeah. go. Yeah. This this that, last you're season on top of a mountain. So that makes yeah. Sense. <laughs> this like last season I went. Mountain. Uh this last season I went snowboarding, dude. Like I thought I would be like, oh, this is gonna be fine. I've been longboarding, you know, I take those big hills on the longboard. No, it's so different. It's so you you start booking on a snowboard, bro. Oh, you can get and it like, on yeah. a snowboard. <laughs> yeah. You know, like if if you fuck up, you are going to hit hard. You'll start an avalanche. Yeah. <laughs> For real. And there's like little kids that are like shredding the fuck Dude. around you. Oh, and I'm like, bro. stunting on you. They'll cut me off and I'm like, dog, like I, if I don't stop, I'm going to run you over and I weigh like 220 pounds. Like it's not going to be pretty. Like I'm just, gonna so hurt. I have to fall. So like, even if I try my hardest to stop, like I'm whipping backwards. So yeah, it's not a good time when you do that. Fuck it's still kids. so much fun though. And especially if you go on like a snowboarding trip and you can come back and be like, yeah, I fucked up my head. I got a concussion or like, you know, oh. I broke this or that. It's like, Bro, that's yeah, badass. Like, the best stories it. are the ones where you're like, ah, oh, man, I accidentally hit a left and I was on like the double black diamond course. Like I didn't know what was happening. There was just fucking trees. And <laughs> I was just going down. Yeah. <laughs> Straight and you're just down. like riding your toe yeah. edge the whole time. Yeah. And you're like trying to slide down there without it. Hurting. Yeah. And then you watch motherfuckers just bombing down that oh, shit, fuck. and I'm like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> the skiers that are like, "Oh, bro!" Like they're not even—they're barely touching the mountain. They're like, "Yeah." Oh, like, skiers are, dude. Don't give a fuck if the if. Yeah. I feel like they have a vendetta against snowboarders that they just want to like fuck they're you like, up. I'm better, dude. I've better seen skiers just like fly right in front of me while I'm going. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna hit they're you. Like, I am speed. Just speed. Yeah. <laughs> no, I worked at a like a ski rental place, and like all the guys, every single person except for one girl was a snowboarder. Everyone else skied, and I never heard the end of it. Like for real, they hate snowboarders. They're like, "What do you have against skiing?" I'm like, "I don't have anything against yeah, skiing." What do you got against, against, against me as a snowboarder? Like, yeah. 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 Like, what's up, dog? I'm just gonna slap this thing. I like my legs together. Okay, that's it. <laughs> yeah. It's easier. It's like less to think about than yeah. like pizza, French fries. Like yeah. the fuck. Yeah. 
yeah what if i crash what happens to my left leg like i don't what if you like opposite pizza (laughs) and then your legs just start doing that kind of motion uh away from each other that's scary bro what if you're going really fast does that like turn into a mortal combat situation (laughs) or like (laughs) <laughs> it's way more to think about yeah skiing is not it for me yeah no there's i know that it's better in a lot of ways but um and also more sketchy in my mind i'm trying to just have a relaxing like i guess that's why stoners do boarding is because like yeah you can go fast but for the most part most people are just chilling right like they're just cruising the mountain and looking at the fucking sights and the different things because you're on top of a mountain like you're chilling I want to see out in front of me. Yeah. I'm not trying to like look I'm down as I'm whipping down this. everybody. Yeah. yeah. It's not a race for me to get to the top to down there and be a badass about it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I, when I was living out there, had this like kind of shift in my perception of like how I spend my energy. Cause like every Sunday I would like take off work and like go to church. And there I was like, well, I was super religious back then. And they're all the people that I worked with were like, you can find like moments with God when you're like on top of the mountain and just like chilling up there. And I was like, honestly, though, like if I'm at church, I'm kind of thinking about like wanting to go snowboarding versus just like go up there, be still, whatever you like, I guess, believe in. Um, Just be, you know, and just sit up there and chill out. Yeah, I'm not definitely not trying to take it too fast when I'm up on a mountain. Yeah. Yeah that site makes you reverent you can look around and see like you're up on top of some shit like you're up high like yeah it makes so. you realize how small you right. are too yeah. like it in the a, world it's an oh. experience like if you take the time and and really absorb that like yeah it's, it's cool like i think that's one of my favorite parts about going up to the mountain and boarding it's like getting high and, ex- and experiencing that like whenever you're toe side down the mountain and you're just like wow look at all that shit that's yeah beautiful because one little kid just whips in front of you and then you eat shit (laughs) oh god yeah it ruins it all one thing that i wish didn't have so much requirement to do would actually like go to the uh international space station yeah and just like have that view blast me into the moon real quick the moon but the space I just like, station like you're talking like seeing the view from the top of the mountain oh i want to see that from space but i'm yeah. i would be too terrified to even probably do that but just like i wish we had teleportation technology where i could just like bloop, and i'm like oh dude that's a really cool view and then bloop. yeah no, you know what i mean send me up i want a sky in 2025 i think there'll be a thing that like like in thor that sends you into space it's like like that situation that'll be like how people travel there slide down yeah some type of situation yeah. about like, like energy years. probably all i gotta do yeah. is slide down take me yeah. a day yeah you just float up float yeah, just down. slide down through the atmosphere yeah no big Perfect. deal yeah. but no i would hella go to space and the first thing i would do would take a picture of the fucking earth as a fucking ball oh my god like, there you go, oh, bitches. Fuck? fuck you this is off of my cell phone there ain't no way this is fake and there would still be people who'd argue against you Oh, a hundred percent. Let's go. Bring him up. Bring him up too, please. Beam him up. Beam him up. Send him up right now. I actually have this weird obsession with the moon, and I don't know what it is, but like I know when there's a full moon or when there's a new moon, and I have like on my phone where it tells me like what percent we're in in each phase of the moon, and without even having to look at it daily, I'm just like, it's a full moon. I can feel it. Like I just feel it in my bones. It's crazy. Yeah. The blood moon. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, did I see the blood room? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like always on top of that shit. Yeah. I had moon water. I actually like to set like a, a mason jar of water out to charge in the moon. And then the next morning I'll do like a yoga session where I'll drink that at throughout the session and then meditate after just to like restart for the next phase and like check in with myself. So I definitely have like rituals and stuff that I do with it, but what's the idea behind moon water? The moon water is that we are like, our bodies are made up of mostly water. Like everybody knows this and the moon controls the tide of the ocean. It controls our bodies because we are made up of water. So that's why when you're in tune with your body, you're in tune with everything that you're made of and you can feel that shift within the moon and like, I guess when you get more into astrology, you can get more into the technicalities of like the, the placements of where the planets are at, at that point in time, which I do also do that. So like, I know when some shit's going on with like my planetary, um, like my, my birth chart and then yeah. what's going on right now. And you can feel those shifts, but with the moon water, the idea is it's re- literally just like filtered water or whatever water that you have. And you set it out and I usually put my crystals around it and it like charges it and it gives you the energy from the moon to like push on to like your goals. So like when I do these rituals, it's goal setting. I'm checking in with myself at each phase. So then after I drink that, it's like a reset on my whole body, like a cleanse, I guess, if you will. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, how crazy do you think it would get if we had multiple moons? Oh, dude. <laughs> I've never thought of that. I guess. You know what I mean? Like, if we had like two or three, think of the other planets that got like what? Like Saturn's got like four or five moons. Could you imagine? Jupiter's yeah. got like nine. You're just like pulled in like six different directions. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, the moon has so much power. Like, and people don't realize it. But well, I guess the main thing that I've always heard growing up is. Like when, when there's a full moon, crazy people are out, but it's like, no, that, that's not true. People are just more. It just makes you a little crazy. <laughs> it, do, it makes you feel different for a reason, but you have to understand the reason. And it's because it controls all of our energy. I think <laughs> and... people don't realize how big the fucking moon is, too. Like, that's what i'm saying big. it's fucking massive up there dog we just <laughs> shoot them up there and go, look at that shit yeah i don't know if i said it in the beginning but they well garrett is in pacific time and i was like figuring the two hour difference but i went two hours ahead of time so i was chilling on zoom at like seven o'clock in the morning because they said nine o'clock and i was like oh my god I have four hours until we have to record <laughs> and I did the same thing when we recorded for their podcast too it was terrible yeah. but it's okay time zones we made are it tricky through. Yeah, they're so it. tricky and especially <laughs> when you smoke you get hella right. confused because time's uh, not real <laughs> google is a wonderful tool <laughs> I <laughs> did just... though that's the worst <laughs> part I just said what time is it in uh pacific standard time right now and it said literally like two hour difference right but i still managed to fuck up i still managed to do it (laughs) oh it's okay well thank you guys so much for joining me today on the butt how podcast i hope to have you guys back on again and we can talk about weed more because we love it we love weed. we'd love to be back this was really fun thank you yeah of course always down to do podcasts
yeah. yeah. Like, what else am I going to do with my time? Right. For I, real, though. I like that we get to talk with so many different, like, interesting people. Like, you're cool peeps. I'm glad we're homies. So, hell yeah. Me too. Honestly. You guys want to plug your Instagrams? Uh, One more, or the Instagram for the Smoking With podcast one more time before we exit yeah you can find us uh instagram twitter smoking with pod you can also find us on our website smoking with.com awesome yeah. right on well thank you guys for joining me today it was a lot of fun and be sure to check out the smoking with podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts or are you guys restricted anywhere anywhere, yeah, anywhere it's a free for all google yeah. it you'll find it hell yeah <laughs> awesome all right see you guys 